Welcome back to Inside the Monster. It's the official Red Sox podcast brought to you by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. It's time for some slide in the DMs. Really quick, Joey. Obviously, uh, Sox are coming off of that brutal Game 3 loss to the Cleveland Guardians at Fenway Park. We're obviously going to break it down more after the series ends on Thursday, but I had mentioned to you before we started recording here that that one felt worse than a lot of these games. That that one seemed to stick out a little bit more. And understandable, it's because they were close there at the end. But it's more, it's because of Franchi, man. It's because of just yeah. stupid bleep, like just stupid play. And really unexpe- unacceptable stuff. And to do it like a a duplicate. Like a carbon copy of the first one that was inexcusable to do it again is just a miserable sign. I thought it was a replay at first because I I missed the second one happening and I was like, why are they replaying it again? Like, why are they showing this? It took me uh, a a couple of looks to realize what had happened. Yeah. I mean, that one hurt because the one, there was hope and they got back in it, took a lead. Like, they really looked like they could have walked away with that one, but also it felt like it could have been. A moment where like okay you start this series with at least a split you've taken two out of three you're wearing the yellows things are rolling like it looked like it could have been a turning point to get things rolling and it instead became a game with uh three errors to your air quotes first baseman yeah it's tough man i mean it's beyond terrible for franchi right now he's unplayable the worst part is you have to play him. They're being forced into playing him because of the injuries. You can only move guys around so much. Vasquez was playing first. He obviously catches Evaldi, so you need him in there. I mean, could Plowecki be that much worse at first? Like, I don't I think so. I don't think so. Like I, I Plowecki's at least a smart baseball player. I can't mm-hmm. think he would be worse than Franchi at first. I think Franchi Cordero right now is unplayable at first base. What he did tonight was embarrassing. It really was like I haven't seen a Red Sox first baseman look that bad maybe ever, like and that he, includes Schwarber. He lost you the game. He lost you the game. Lost you the game. Straight up lost you the game. And you know with Schreiber in that situation in the eighth inning. Now maybe it's a single, right? Like maybe that it was kind of a no man's land spot. It's but it's just definitely not his ball. Like that is a hundred percent the second baseman's ball. He kind of takes a weird route to it, and then he cuts it off and throws into the dugout again. It's like, dude, what the hell are you doing? I don't understand how there isn't a mental adjustment of, okay, I've already had one play where my momentum's going right, and I threw it to the right. Let's, let's uh, you know, overreact. I don't this know. Time. Adjust a little bit. Over. Yeah. Just maybe a little bit. And sure enough, and you saw it happening almost in slow-mo, too. I'm like, oh, no. Is this going to be the same exact thing? Dude, the pop up, the pop up in the seventh. I want to say that high infield pop up when like him, Yolmer, yeah, and somebody else. Xander. Yeah, and Xander. Like when they were closing in, I saw Franchi going for it. I was like, "Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Get away from that!" Back off. And right Xander's now. calling it. Xander's I smart. Know. He knows like this dude's. I think Xander is probably the most. His brain is so in the game. I think more than any of the guys out there on the field. I think he he anticipates a play better than anybody. Saw it in New York there with the second that ball bounced away from Trevini. He's going. He's like, I got to score because Bob's up. Even though credit to Bob, he, you know, ran the lineup tonight. So, yeah. oh, man, that one sucked colossally. That was 
you just can't afford to have slip-ups like that. You can't be giving away games when, as is, you're three and a half, four games out of the last wildcard spot. You're going to have to jump four teams just to be the sixth seed in the playoffs right now. Like, that just can't can't happen, especially when you're this close to the deadline. So, no, the numbers anyway, Joey, are let's, uh, let's Yeah, save. let's please talk about anything else. Yeah. We got any uh, We got any DMs, Steve? We got some DMs, and all we'll right. try to get all of these in. We'll try to fly through these, so we'll keep a good pace here. First one comes in from Kevin. Yo, Kev, what up? Hey, fellas, listener from Pennsylvania. Just want to say that I had a lot of faith in this team in June and thought we'd be the first wild card spot in a possible run at a title. So much so that my girlfriend and I booked a trip to come to Fenway and see the Sox play in September. Now, with the way things turned out, I will get to watch the great Yomer Sanchez and AAA pitchers <laughs> solidify our spot in last place. Unfortunate assumption on my part and my heart and wallet ache. Additional DM. Who are we rooting for if playoffs begin today? <laughs> He's already just thinking, oh, Sox aren't going to be in there. I mean, Yikes. if the Red Sox don't make it, we'll just say that's the question, right? If the Sox don't make it, Joey, who would you pull for? I'm saying the Mariners just because yeah. you know, they've never. Yeah, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's it's so easy to just root for the team with the drought, uh, especially when you got a guy like J-Rod who's just so likable and so awesome. Do you see the homer he hit today? Crushed. Oh my god, dude! I yeah, I think it was like four sixty. Like I think it was like eight twenty or something. Th- yeah, yeah. Well, if you're using metric, yeah, I think it was eight eight twenty. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, he he's awesome. So he's he makes them easier to root for. I mean, besides them, uh, I, I like the Mets. I've always kind of liked the Mets. Uh, Same. So that they're actually a team that has a shot. That's I like exciting. their fans. I like Mets fans. I, I mean, they, they deserve it. DNA. Yeah, yeah, they have similar DNA to us, and they they care a lot, and they hate the Yankees like us, and uh, we weren't alive for '86. So I think it's all those are ingredients for uh, go Mets go. Yeah, but I will say, Kev, my guy, Kev, I wouldn't count these socks out quite yet. I know that's like a, a terribly optimistic thing to say right now, but like you kind of nailed it, dude. Like these are the woo socks. This is not your lineup. So your lineup is uh, is all hurt. They'll be back. And then who knows what August 2nd holds, you know, maybe your lineup expands and and gets some more depth and hopefully you don't have to see Franchi at first. You don't have to see Yolmer Sanchez. You don't have to see, uh, you know, Brian Bayo being kind of rushed into a major league spot. Who knows? So like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count them out just yet, man. Think of how quickly things changed in the last month. They could do the same thing in the next month going forward. So in the opposite direction, obviously. So we're in the same direction. Who knows? You got one of your guys back, Joey. J.D. Martinez, 0 for 7, 5 left on base in the two games in the series that he's played. J.D. is just, he's not helping his cause, man. I know he's talking about win-win, whether he gets dealt or stays here. Well, it's a lot of lose-lose for the fans because uh, if you're trading him, his value is lower by the day. And if he's staying, it's a lot of ground outs and double plays and pop-ups. And it's like, J.D.'s really got to carry more of the weight with the lineup uh, than he has. He knows that, yeah. but there was, for a guy that hasn't played an inning in the field, these numbers really aren't acceptable for the last month plus at this point. So, yeah, there um, was a moment with two on today where I really thought he was going to come through and it was just, it was an exact replica of every other AB. It's like a couple of fouls that look all right. Starting to see the guy grounded or short. So, he gets jammed and he, yeah, he grounds yeah. out. And the second that they had the wild pitch there, it's like, all right, second and third. Joey, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think he was going to do it. And no. that's kind of the current state with JD. So, oh, well, uh, this comes in from Steven. 
with a ph e oh steven stefan what up Stefan, how you doing, Stefan? He goes, there has been a lot of flair for the Edwin Diaz entrance song on social media lately. I tweeted that out. It got like 7,000 likes. You know what a tweet just like, there's certain tweets that blow up. And I just thought, you know, everyone knows about the entrance, I feel like. I, I think it's becoming more public as the year goes on. But that one randomly blew up. I'm glad it did just because it's a baller song. But like that mm. tweet shouldn't have blown up. Anyway, uh, who has the best all-time song for a closer? Paps shipping up to Boston tops my list. When the Dropkick Murphy startup game over. I honestly, I'm obsessed with Edwin Diaz's entrance, man. I, I think it's that's yeah, a, it's, da, it's so da, 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 you get that thing going. It's like mm. I'm bopping. That's another reason why I'll be rooting for the Mets. I just love that entrance song. <laughs> and, he, um, and he's and he's sick, nice, dude. He's sick, and he's got that little like trot in, like here I come. Like he's got mm-hmm. the whole closer entrance down from his appearance in terms of how yeah. he's kind of got the trot down. And then he's got nasty stuff. He's striking everybody out. And the song is so baller. And you can do the clap along to it. Like, it checks all the boxes. I saw people do an air trumpet. I know. It. Yeah. yeah Other, and it's good. a specific head bob, too. You're just like, dang. Dude, it's awesome. it, it gets you pumped. It gets you pumped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, and the SNY. I'm like, let's go mess. Yeah. SNY is such a good broadcast, too. They have, like, that fade over, that, like, cross yeah. dissolve that they use. Really good. Oh, it's so good. They do so many good things. I love, like, watching back the SNY highlights. Because um, I, don't, I don't have SNY here in uh, old NH. But uh, watching back like SNY highlights are always so good. Um, that being said, dude, uh, my vote would probably be uh, a little fellow named Hideki Okajima because Okaji- well, he had. He, well, he's talking close. Did he say closer? Yeah, you, he, closer. Oh, he said closer. Uh, OK, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, but it's just yeah, it's, if we're just. Yeah, if we're just talking pitchers, we're just talking relievers, we're just talking pitchers. Yeah, no, I, I mean I to have your you. to have your own theme. No, he had his own he had his own song. What's up? So, he had his own theme song. Oh yeah. Oh Kajima. Oh Kajima. Okie dokie. Yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah. I almost forgot about That's that. That's cool. That was a classic. To go and get your own song recorded, I think, is pretty sweet. Which is a, I assume what he did, that that song didn't already exist. Who um, who sang that song? Who, has, who sang the Okajima who has, song? No, it's Sandstorm, right? Sandstorm is Sawamura. I don't know why you would conflate all, those two guys. No, no, no clue why. Uh, the Enter Sandman was mentioned a lot by people in the comments about the Edwin Diaz. Mariano, like, oh, but Mariano. I'm like, nah, shut up. You know that. My reaction to those people was, shut up. Yeah, I don't think they. That's touch. my reaction. I don't think was. that touches. Uh, you know Everyone who had like, a really hey, Mariano, good one? Mariano and Joey. Joey, mm-hmm. I was like, what hey, were you, how what about were you saying? shut up? Everyone was like, what, what about Mariano probably, Rivera? And I was like, hey, how about you shut up? Everyone probably walked away from that like, holy mother of God, Steve just owned that guy. <laughs> Did Steve just kill that guy? <laughs> they were like, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how about yeah, Rivera for the Yankees? I go, how about you shut up? <laughs> and then people are retweeting it like, St- Steve, stop. He's already dead. <laughs> Boom sauce. Uh, <laughs> Uh, one that would have been sick is Hansel Robles's uh, Undertaker theme. Uh, that always brings it's, me it back. It sucks that it was Robles. Every time he came in, it always felt like, yo, you're doing too much with this, man. <laughs> like, this is yeah, not, it'd be the sixth inning, and you go like, dong. I'm like, this is just not. It, if you're going to have a song but... like that, you have to check with 
uh, upstairs, check with the media team, and you have to ask, like, hey, am I good enough to have, like, a video package when I come no. out? You know, no. and if they say no, you don't do Undertaker. Because, like, if you're going to you play go, hey. the Undertaker theme, you got to have a whole light show go on with you, you know? Yeah, like, and you go, hey, do I have a sub-2 ERA? And they're like, no, you don't. So no. you can't. You can't do that. There are certain songs you got to be, you got to be like a top three closer to have a certain entrance song. And yeah. Robles was not that guy, but hope you're doing Beyond well. That, Hansel. I, could, I couldn't tell you other, many other, what was Kimbrel's? Kimbrel was, um, all I can picture is just the flames that they had on the screen. What was the song? Let's see. If we don't remember, Ed Nugent's it stranglehold. Yeah, that's why. Um, I'm just going to go. I'm prisoner of the moment. I'm saying Diaz. I, I love it. I agree with yeah. you, Joey. The fade, the thing. SN, see, that's a deal. SNY makes it even cooler. Like they make it, the broadcast makes it an even cooler entrance with like the slow fades and everything and, and getting people dan dancing and doing crazy mm -hmm. stuff. This comes in from Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. Huge fan of what you've done with the pod. Question for Steve. As a fellow Gull, what's your favorite Sox moment that happened while you were at Endicott? I'm so, uh, Steve, I'm sorry. This is this is a little bit of an emergency, dude. We got breaking news. I, I think you should want to know right now. What do you got? The New York Yankees have acquired Royals outfielder Andrew Benintendi. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. No. 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 No, 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 that sucks. Oh, uh, uh, no. Ah, uh. no. I hate. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Damn it. No. That sucks. And I know a lot of people say he's only an all-star because Salvi's hurt, whatever. Like, I know the Royals needed a guy. Um, I mean, isn't he having, like, a, a nutsy year? He's Am having I a wrong? good year. He's having a good year. He's having a good year. Is he having a career year for him? Benny? I don't I don't think so. I think his average is up. Power, I don't think, is that high. But it's more that uh, Benny butt cheeks in a Yankees uniform. I know. Like, that sucks. If you, I mean, this this blows now, but like if he was on, you know, if you got red sauce, imagine him with like the flow when you'd have to cut it. At least he actually yeah. is like no hair now, but that sucks. You got to see Benny hitting homers at Yankee Stadium for the Yankees. He used to crush the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. Well, the, the good the news is he has, he somehow has three home runs this year. He's hitting, yeah, his power's way down. No, his power's down. Yeah. His average is, is good, but his power's way down. But God, that sucks. Dude. There we go. We're trying to do a show right now, Andrew, in which we don't think about the socks. We're trying to just do some DMs. Maybe we talk about like, oh, which kind of deer would you be if you were in the wilderness? And instead. That sucks. Andrew Benintendi is going to be wearing pinstripes. That sucks. I hate that. Tonight already sucks. And now Benny's going to the Yankees. Benny, come on, man. Come on, man. Damn it. All the Yankees, Yankees fangirls are going to be like, oh, Benny. Now now all the that whole population is going to be obsessed with Benny. That sucks. Yeah. 
How the hell will we go back to DMs after this? All right. This what was what was the last one you got? Came in from Brian. Oh, hey, what was my favorite socks moment when I was at Endicott? (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. (laughs) They weren't good. What years? What years were you in college? I was there from 08 to uh, or 09 to through 12. So, like, I went 09, Mm. I spent like all my graduation money on playoff tickets. Mm. Um, that was no, that was yeah, I was there from 08 to 12. So, Mm -hmm. 08, I'd graduated in like what June, July. Start school in September. Oh wait, they were really good. I was gonna say oh eight and up... ten. No, ten they weren't good. Oh wait, oh wait, they were good. Oh wait, they were really mm-hmm. good. They go on to the ALCS, down three games to one against the Rays. Uh I went to game five. So it'll probably be that. It'll probably be game five of the 08 ALCS. And they came back from down like seven to one and ended up winning. And then they ended up having a lead in game seven in Tampa. And lost that. Obviously, Price closes it out. So, Brian, it would be game five of the 2008 ALCS against the Rays. Because 09, they got swept against the Angels. I remember buying uh, tickets for my dad's birthday to game four, which never happened because mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. they got swept in three games. So that was brutal. 2010, they were bad. 2011, they were the best team in baseball all summer. And then, you know, the chicken and beer thing and worst September ever. Missed the playoffs, game 162, all that crap. 2012, worst year ever. So... They really weren't that good when I was at Endicott. Then 13, they won the title, kid. So, yeah, That was my freshman year of college. I started college in September of 13, so not too I bad, not too shabby. Passed the baton on there. So, yeah. Oh, that Benny news sucks. <laughs> yeah. Get over that, man. <laughs> you, you I don't want to right open call. Twitter. I don't want to see the edits. and. You made the right call doing the breaking news. That That is that is totally. I thought you were going to say some NHL thing. I'm like, Joey, I'm going to kill you. But. <laughs> Kristoff Johansson gonna... has signed six <laughs> Alex... years with Columbus. <laughs> Alex Verneshkakov is going to Edmonton on an eight-year deal. I'm going to kill you, dude. <laughs> All right. This comes in from Kevin. Hi, Kevin. You're back again, Kev. What up? It's you a different Kevin? Kev. Goes, noticed you were talking about the next Red Sox player to go to the Hall of Fame and didn't mention Dustin Pedroia. So that was a little weird. <laughs> uh, Kevin, I don't think Dustin Pedroia is going to going to make the hall of fame i i love pd but i remember a uh a should be hall of famer kurt Schilling once told me that the best barometer for knowing if you're a hall of famer or not is a, you say the guy's name and you immediately either say yes or no for the baseball hall of fame and if you say dustin pedroia i would immediately say no and it's not anything against pd it's because you need the long you need the longevity you need the length of dominance and injuries cut that potential short. And I think that's why he will not make the Baseball Hall of Fame. The Red Sox will retire his number. Talk, I, and I'll, I'll mention this in the show tomorrow. I had a really good conversation with one Heim Bloom at Fenway Park yesterday. And he didn't he all, he didn't say they're going to retire his number, but he, he kind of did. So Sox are putting the 15 up there. And he'll have another celebration and he'll make the Red Sox Hall of Fame and all that stuff. Dustin Pedroia is a legend. If anyone, no other Red Sox player is ever going to wear 15. No chance. So No. I mean, so for 10 years, for 07 to 17, which I think is 11 years. Yeah, it's 11 years. Uh, he averaged 134 games a year. So he was he was there uh, and batted a 302 average 811 OPS in that time. No, he had. Trust me, that, it was. That's, some, that's that's not not no longevity. No, I know. 
He's a what? He's a four-time All Star. He obviously got Rookie of the Year. He got MVP. He's got the mm-hmm. rings. He has a lot of the things. See, here's the thing with Petey. He has a lot of the things you would need to get in. But if you compare his numbers to other great second basemen that are in, they don't really match up too well. Like I think career average is good. His career average is what? I think he was right below 300. Um, uh, like I said, those those 11 full seasons, he was just over in all the time. Career 299. 299 yeah. career hitter. And I, I know the last few seasons kind of screwed him. That I mean, he played you know, I nine think, games in his last two years. So I think those cost him a career 300 average, honestly. <laughs> Yes, yeah. he only I had three hits. Might have. Uh, so yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just gut tells me no. There's not a lot of second basemen that get in. You really have to be an all timer. And if, if you ask another fan, like if you ask, let's say, like a Mariners fan, you think Dustin Pedroia is a baseball Hall of Famer? They probably say no. And I say that to say that, like, that's what typically Hall of Fame. Like everyone would be like, oh yeah, that guy's a Hall of Famer. Like even if you didn't get to watch him all the time, you would just kind of know. I don't know. Yeah. Pedroia. I want him to get in. I don't he know. Got in. I'm not going to be like, mm-hmm. told, you know, I was, <laughs> I, I'm so pissed that I'm wrong. Like I want him, I want him to get in there, but yeah. I don't know about the distribution of BBWAA votes. You know what I mean? Like geographically speaking, I don't know how much that plays into it, you know? So it's that's one of those, point. I don't know. Joey, that's something I've never thought of the location of the voters and what percentage mm-hmm. are spread around the old country. It's a good point. Yeah. Cause if you know, 50% of them were from Delaware. Or Delaware is a terrible example. I was trying to think of somewhere far away from Boston. <laughs> Good old baseball place, Delaware. Oh, man. I don't know. But if they were all from Nebraska or something, you know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I think I think he'll get some votes. I think he'll stay on the ballot for a little bit. I'll say that. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, Sammy. This comes in from Sammy. Hey, Sammy. Hey, guys. I feel like a big pile of crap because of the Red Sox. Right on. Same. Sammy. But if there's one instance we can look towards for hope, it's the 2021 Atlanta Braves. They were down bad at this point of the season last year. Probably even worse than the Red Sox right now. Hovering around 500 and they lost their best player, Ronald Acuna Jr. for the season. With some clever deadline moves. I I clicked out of it. Why did I click out of it? Joey, I clicked out of it. I clicked out of it. Why did you click out of it? With some clever deadline moves. An improved play. They got back on the horse and rode it to glory. I don't really have a question. I just wanted to send this across so everyone knows that this ain't over. I saw Justin tweeted out something similar. Hey, look, the Braves did that. I got to say, Joey, and again, I'm always positive, Paul, but this just ain't the time to be positive. It just ain't. Like, if there's ever a time to be negative about the Red Sox, folks, it's right now. So I'm just going to skip on to the next one. Steve, it's I possible, just, man. Steve, look. I know it's, it's possible, possible, but I'm just saying, Things like, have, I, let's, let's not talk World Series when the team needs to jump four teams to be the last <laughs> wild card, you know, team. No, team, I mean, team, may, team. May, maybe not World Series, but like I said earlier, dude, so much has changed in the last four or five weeks, you know? And if you have another four or five weeks like you did in June, which, like, this team can do, are you in a good spot? If that's where we're going I'd off say, of, though, that hell, sucks. Yeah. If that's what we're going off of, just like, oh, they're capable. It's like, yeah, they're capable, but look, like the eye test, it just doesn't, they're not passing the eye test. Think about the April eye test, the May eye test. They look terrible then too. And then just, it came out of nowhere. So like, can they do it again just to get back there and then maintain something similar to it through September and October? I don't think it's the largest stretch of imagination. 
It's possible. I'm not giving up. Don't get me wrong. I'm not giving up on the Sox. I'm just saying of all times to be negative, this is the top time to be negative. <laughs> they're it's what, five days from the deadline, and they're under 500. They're behind the Orioles. I mean, it, you know, it's it's not fun times over here. Uh, this comes up from I Josh. Yeah. Hey, Josh. This one's pretty good. Sometimes this Red Sox team makes me want to run off of a bridge, but then I remember that Pitbull has been there and done that. If he can get through it, I can too. Do you get that? No. Is that supposed to? Uh, that's definitely a reference to something he said in a song or something. He had right? a song. He was like, been there, done that. Like, I know what it feels like. So, like, Pitbull's been there and done that. And, like, so he understands okay. what it's like. So, Josh, that's a great point. Like, if he can do it, in we the, can too. In the song, does he say, like, I've thought of running off a bridge? Yeah, because I've of the Red there, Sox. I think, I think that's yeah. what he said. So, yeah. Uh, that, I mean, honestly, dude, just. <clears throat> Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305 is uh, if you're going to look to him for inspiration in anybody, he's probably a good spot. What's the next DM speed? Steve comes Steve? in from Steve. This comes in from Robert. <laughs> hey, Robert. Uh, any good reason why JD seems to have lost his power stroke? Obviously he's still hitting well, but clearly not what we expect out of him. Is he still hitting well? All right, let's do a little deep dive here with JD Martinez because he's kind of been driving me loco crazy this season. Uh 2022. Yeah. Let us see since the start of June and that's heading into Wednesday's game. This doesn't include the 0 for 4 tonight. Right. JD right, Martinez right, right. 236 with a 699 OPS, four home runs in 41 games, 15 RBIs, 43 strikeouts. So no, he hasn't been playing well. Like there's, I think we get it, we kind of got a little twisted on him being a replacement in the All Star game. This is easily the worst All Star season he's had, and even he thinks he might be gone in five days, right or less. Right. So, if, I just if I don't know where the power is, but it's not coming back. It's, it's consistently gone down. I don't I don't think it's going to magically just re- return. Right. Uh if you go back to uh, June 27th, which is the beginning of uh, that Toronto series that kind of got the ball rolling down the suck train. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> down the suck ball Avenue. Rolling down suck Ave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's hitting 200 since then. He has one yeah, with one run. homer. Yeah. One homer. 20 games. 20 games. Uh, actually, under 200 because, again, today's game not included in there. So. JD has one homer in his last 31 games. Like what? What? There are terrible players that have more home runs than that in that span. So I don't know. I got like if there's... it was just like a a small dip, Joey, or like a hmm. medium sized dip in power. It's like oh, okay, it's he's a year older, and you know maybe he's trying to hit more for average, spray the ball around the field. This is a mega drop for JD in power, and each year it's gone down. So that is obviously concerning. Do you but not not going to be concerned for more you... than two more months? That has to be a factor, right? Yeah, I was going to say I, I don't have a better answer than age. That was going to be like the only thing I really had to bring to the table is he's, he's getting older. He, and you know, granted, the last thirty-one games or so have been kind of tough, but early in the year he was still hitting for average, so hitting really high for average. So is it just that he's older and taking a different approach? I mean, he's obsessed with the swing; it's all he thinks about. So. It's got to be something in there that he's still tweaking, and I would, I think if there's any guy who can figure it out, it would be him, uh, at least for average. I don't know about just figuring out power. I don't know if you just find that somewhere, but it seems it, knows, doesn't that kind of seem like speed? It's like you got it or you don't. Like power, and it's sometimes like guys that throw fast too. Look at Degrom, 
I'm like, where the hell is he getting 100 miles from? Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. You just have it or you don't. And JD's kind of lost the power touch. I, I mean, that sounds stupid, but I, I think that's just what it is. Like, he just doesn't have the same pop he used to have. And Joey, this, I don't want to jump the gun here on our trade deadline episode. That's probably going to be tomorrow, if they, especially if they lose the series. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. I think we're going to look back at it as like team benefited, JD benefited, and we'll see you later. I think that's very much how this JD Martinez thing is going to go down. Which is not. That's not a bad thing. If anything, like no, no. big picture, it's what you hope for. So, uh, it's if anything, I hope that. One last thing real quick here. If this is the end of the J.D. Martinez time in Boston, I hope that this last two months isn't looked at as some kind of stain like this. There's so much uh, value you got out of it. It's it's like just the best example of like perfect value. You got exactly what you paid for. Integral part of a World Series team. He's getting older. He's struggling with power is what it is. Kind of stunning how accurate the deal was and and like how much it worked for both sides it's normally not that like that uh comes in from shelly hey shelly it appears that somebody is going to have to punch bobby in the damn eye every few days <laughs> that's the dm uh shelly i what what joey do we have more breaking news it, it's just a, just a little thing here uh what? benny benny's also getting vaccinated so like toronto's oh my god time. yeah <laughs> i know i know so he's gonna play in Toronto. Oh yeah, great. and they also they also traded him for three minor league pitchers. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, so you know, so sorry, bad. sorry, 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 sorry. What was the question here, Shelly? I promise, I care. It's it is kind of weird, right? That Franchi has like his worst game in a Sox uniform, and then Benny's going to the Yankees. <laughs> there's it's something there. Beautiful. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> there's something. You know, when like there's a connection, we're like, eh, there's a tweet here, but I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> you sit there just looking at your phone, like thumbs ready to I'm go. Like, um, do these words line up right? Frenchie like, and Benny. Um, hmm. So there was a trade hmm. before where, uh, hmm. Yeah. And then he went, oh, there's too many characters. Uh, yeah. There's something there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shelly, that's a good DM. That's a good DM. Somebody might have to punch Bobby in the face. Are you buying that Jemai had the report of like a hopper got him a bad hop? No, got Bobby. No, no. no, no one's buying that, right? Because I because I haven't heard anybody else say it. Nobody was yeah. there. Nobody saw it. I don't know. I don't know. I think something happened. Whatever things happen, who even cares if something happened? <laughs> like, I do think whatever. it's kind of crazy that like. Um, tell me if you don't want this in here. Like I'll I'll cut this, but I think this is okay to say. Like Bobby told you at some point, like just having trouble seeing the ball, like just not seeing great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, well, he was talking about the trap. He was talking oh, about the okay. trap. And I think a lot of guys say that it's hard to see the ball in the trap. Oh, I, th- I thought he was like just generally talking about hitting. So maybe I think that mainly he was talking about the trap. sense, but yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I do think it's, it is funny that it took a black eye for a guy to start seeing the ball a bit better, whether or not that's what he was talking about. But, uh, I love I love it, dude. He he looks like he was in a fight. I'm not saying that's what happened. I don't, but he looks like yeah, he looks battered, dude. It I kinda, love it. it I think he he wears it he wears it accurately. I mean, Bob wears his emotions on his face. Like when he's pissed off and struggling, like he looks it. When he's doing well, he's kind of got like a you know smile on in the dugout and all that. So mm-hmm. he got punched in the face by somebody, and he's he's uh, hitting home runs to get payback. Like if uh, you had so- if you had to guess, do you think do you think it was like a like he? Do you think something I mean, happened? Let's be let's be real, Joey. There's been 
I remember Rondo said he slipped in the shower and that's why he had this big bruise. Like these guys make up all sorts of excuses and it's not really our mm. spot to like, you know, guess if he got in a fight or not, but something about the fact that it was like right after the Manoa incident is a little weird. And it's yeah, not like him and yeah. Manoa like got in a fight, but like, I don't know. That black guy looks like it was from a fist. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to get a black eye. I don't know. Have you ever had one? Uh, yeah, because I, I actually did get hit in the face of the baseball. <laughs> it was I was pitching and it was okay, a comebacker and it literally hit right below my eye and I had like the biggest black eye of all time. So it, that's probably mm -hmm. what happened. I mean, the, the leader in the clubhouse is probably the Jemai story. Yeah. Um, we have two more. This comes from Chris. Hello, Chris. What kind of rocket would you use to send Franchi to the moon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, look up good rockets. Oh, what's that? Um, what's that big SpaceX one? That you know what I'm talking about? I'd use the, the one, one that Sid uses on on Buzz Lightyear. I'd use that. There's no way that's lifting a person, dude. No, I know. I I just use a big version of that. That's not a bad guess, actually. Not a bad choice. What is this big SpaceX one? You know what oh, I'm talking about? On, Sid uses it on Woody, right? He uses it on Woody. No, he used it on Buzz. He used it on Buzz. I was right the first time. He used it on Buzz. Yeah, because yeah, Buzz picks up Woody. And then, exactly. We're not aiming for the truck. Exactly. SpaceX rocket. I gotta look up. I gotta get the name right of this this model. Toy Story here. might be the greatest movie of all time. Starlink. Yeah, SpaceX go Starlink. Starlink. I think I'm gonna go with that. You should look that thing up. That thing should be censored. SpaceX Starlink. We got here. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. All right, last one. Last one comes in from Richard. Richard won the uh, JD bobblehead. Shout out to hey, everybody that's been retweeting the Giveaway Tuesday posts. We're going to keep giving something away every Tuesday. Sliding into the DMs. First, just want to thank you guys again for the bobblehead. Of course, Richard, we got you. Absolutely. Secondly, is Black Eye Bob gonna save the socks? If he does, when should he be expecting a BEB bobblehead? <laughs> Keep up the amazing work. That would Hell be funny. Yeah. Thanks, man. That'd that would actually on a bobblehead, that would be very funny. A black eye. I feel like there's like a long turnaround time on these bobbleheads, you know? Because like every one that I've seen that's like I don't know, I always feel like it's like Pedroia MVP bobblehead and it came out in like 2011 you know a lot of time it's it's from the the ones they've done recently at least it's like Kike when he hit that walk off against the Rays even though it was a walk off sack fly but like you know it's moments that happened the year before that were big the mm -hmm. home run card stuff is obviously a big deal last year and some could argue you probably didn't need it this year but I'm not going to be the the hater of a fun time um yeah, I think it would be funny. If Bob like goes on a legit tear, it was around this time last year he started doing that. If he goes on mm -hmm. a tear right now, I think you kind of need a black eye Bob bullhead. <laughs> black eye Bob bullhead? Come on. <laughs> Come on, that's pretty good. Come on, that was good. Black eye Bob bullhead? I'd, I'd put a tent out to be first in line at Fenway to get that. To get one of them when they're giving out like 10,000. <laughs> Yeah, I think we could find our way into a yeah. couple of black eyed bobbleheads. I don't know if I need the tent. Yeah, we know we know we know some people. We'd probably be okay. We know the bobblehead people. I think we could figure that out. 
But uh, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it for this batch of DMs. Yeah. Joey and I, wow, are we are we ready? Are we ready for this show after Thursday's game? It is going to be a doozy and a half either way, Joey. And yeah. a lot of emotions. That's going to be a. I I know I always prep a lot of notes. I think I'm just going off the dome for that one. That's going to be a lot of just rolling. I imagine we're probably going to talk talk mainly trade deadline more so than like, hey, in the fifth inning, it really looked like. Hey, it depends know, what happens. Sanderman I mean, if like, this game was game four, we'd be talking a lot about it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So let's just hope that tomorrow is nothing like today for a whole <laughs> mess of reasons. Um, yeah. I, on that note, which is so different from the note that I want to make, uh, I promised a, a, a Jordan, a listener, I would tell him uh, it's going to be okay eventually. Uh, All right, there you go, Jordan. Yeah, I, I, tough time to say it, brother. Tough time after we're just talking about tomorrow, maybe being a repeat of today, about talking about the trade deadline. Whatever, man, it'll be okay eventually. In time, in time. In time, everything's going to be all right, and that'll do it. For this edition of Slide in the DMs, always leave us a DM whenever you want, preferably on Twitter at ITM underscore pod. But you can hit Joey and I up. But again, just on Twitter, just the Twitter account at ITM underscore pod. It's just easy to, to keep track of them. As I lose my voice, it's easy to keep you track good? of them, man. Are you crying? I'm I good. thought you were crying first. You kind of choked up. <laughs> no, I'm crying about Benny, man. This is, uh, oh, it sucks. But for Joey Capone. You- what were you gonna say just more just more sad benny things it doesn't matter man it doesn't matter doesn't matter poor joy capone i'm steve brock go socks kid